Blog Talk Radio. Grizzlies Growls presents the IDSL. The show that tries to play every tune by every Minnesota artist on GarageBand.com, if they let me, and if it doesn't suck. Now, here's your host, Grizzly Smith. Yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. This is your host, Grizzly Smith, uh, a.k.a. David Grizzly Smith from my uh, Padia Books stories. Uh, with your IDSL for June 21st, 2009, it is. I'm still, I'm old enough that basically anything past the year 2000 seems kind of like, kind of like we're in the future now. But, uh, kind of, I'm a little, I'm a little fired up today because I got the big interview coming at 1230 with, uh, Natalie Brown. The lovely and talented R&B artist, Natalie Brown. But I decided, since she didn't want to get up that early, uh, to start at noon, that I figured I'd uh, go ahead and do an episode, regular episode of the IDSL to start the, to do the first half of the show, and then we'll do the second half, and we'll talk to Natalie and see what's up with her. So the first thing we have on the IDSL list here is, in fact, something uh, called Alone. Remember, we did Alone last week from somebody else. This week we have Alone from Michael, I believe it to be, Braget, B-R-A-G-E-T, one G, one T, must be Braget, not Braget or Braget, but Braget. Uh, Michael is out of Lake Bronson, Minnesota. Gosh, somebody that's not from Minneapolis, and he's uh, this is this is a solo work. This uh, particular site on Garage Band for his solo work. He's got a band, but he says they're kind of hard to get along with. Uh, the tune is called Alone. Doesn't really say a lot about it. There's a little bit of critiquing here. It is alternative rock. And let us check this out and see what it sounds like. Okay? Alone by Michael Broger.
Michael Brager, out of, I said Branson Lake, let me, let me look again, highly trained professional, that I am, of course I know these things off the top of my head, don't I, it was Branson something, there it is, Lake Bronson, that was close enough, <laughs> Lake Bronson, Minnesota, I wonder if I've ever been there, I've been in a lot of places in Minnesota, that was nice, that, uh, that didn't, uh, that didn't uh, suck it up even a little bit. Nice, nice, rough, raw sound to it. Let's see where we're at here. Next one up is going to be, oh, another one called Alone. This is actually the third song in a row called Alone that I've played because I'm playing them in alphabetical order and this stuff just happens. Uh, the tune is from Rick Rocks. You remember him from a few songs back? I played a song of his. I forget what the name of the song was. He's from Aikleman. Oh, that's right. That's the name of the song. The song I played by him was called Akeley, Minnesota, and he happens to be from Akeley, Minnesota. In this case, on Alone, he is not, in fact, ridiculing his hometown. No, no, not in this case. Um, this is a little bit more ballady. 
Thanks for giving him. Let's see what he says here. Thanks for giving the music a listen. I do believe that's why it's here. Would music make a sound if no one was around to hear it? Hmm. Uh, the messed up part of, about is that I actually know the answer, or should say answers. Hey, if you're a hot chick who wishes to give me pleasure, will you find the temporal transponder device or whatever you're looking for? Just skip an email this way. We'll hook up. Fall in love. Best things are badly. And you never want to speak. Oh, that's so sad. Anyway, speaking of alone, um, I'm sitting here all alone for another uh, 20 minutes until Natalie shows up. So here's, speaking of which, Alone from Rick Rocks off of I Gather His Northwood Nights CD of all things. Yeah. 
out of Akeley, Minnesota. I thought that was kind of nice. I, I like that driving uh, guitar thing uh, that goes on there. i got to find out how they do that. Of course, I don't actually play guitar, so it wouldn't really do me any good. But I think it would be interesting to find out anyway. I, oh, I forgot to mention something. A young fellow by the name of, Dim, uh, uh, of Tim Gack was also uh, playing various and sundry bits and pieces in the background music in there. Uh, I know, wanted to note that the, the Northward Knights CD, upon which you can find this tune, you can find about uh, 10 others on there, too, plus it's an enhanced CD. I guess he, he put in some extra work on that. So you might want to check that out. I like enhanced CDs, a little extra contents. I've got some nice photographs of the uh, Minnesota Northwoods, which you might want to take a look at sometime if you've never been there. Of course, I grew up here, and I'm still interested in looking. Just saying... Now, next up on the show, we have a little tune called Already Gone from Past 23. Remember them from uh, just a few days ago? I played a, a tune of theirs, the name of which I have completely forgotten. Uh, Already Gone is an acoustic tune, they tell me here. And, oops, that's not it. And uh, what about Past 23? I remember looking at their looking at, looking at their information over just the other day, and now I've completely forgotten it, but I'm funny that way. Well, they're out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. The music genre they've chosen is alternative rock, mostly acoustic rock. Jason Oberg is the producer. Derek Smith is lead vocals. And the tune is called Already Gone. Wasn't there a country song by that name? Already Gone. Words will blow by like clouds And it doesn't have to be that 
From past 23, nice little tune. Not, uh, not going to shake the world with that one, but uh, I kind of liked it, actually. Good beat to it, easy to dance to. I'd give it a 9, probably. What else we got here? We're running out uh, just down to the end of the first half hour and looking at that, that big interview staring me in the face. And Boy, am I nervous, because she's a big star, you know, and I'm just some guy with a microphone and a computer and a bad attitude. Oh, boy. Calm down, Dave. You'll be fine. Now, let's see. I do have one more tune left here in the regular, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in the regular It Doesn't Suck list. I, the next one I have up is something called Alteris Fiction by The Day Remains. The Day Remains is a band out of Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Yet another one that doesn't happen to be in Minneapolis and St. Paul. It's a, it's a, it's a miracle just about. Uh, we were once a cover band trying to focus more on original material. Well, that's always good to hear, doing more original stuff, because it's easier to promote if you're doing original stuff, and there's actually more there to promote. Uh, the band consists of Joey Salinas on bass, Matthias on drums and backing vocals, and The Fish on rhythm guitar. It must be hard to play rhythm guitar when you're a fish because you just got fins, no fingers or anything, but uh, okay, whatever works for you, I'm just saying. So that was, what was that again? Oh, that's that Alteris Fiction thing. I think it's pronounced Alteris. It could be Al Alters? No, I guess it must be Alteris. Anyway, let's check this out. Alteris Fiction, The Day Remains. <laughs> Thank you. 
I hope this thing is still working. I suddenly hear silence. Uh, as far as I can tell, I'm still on the air here. It doesn't say I'm not. No, I guess I must be. Anyway, folks, if you're out there listening, this is Grizzly back again. And, in fact, we have Natalie Brown on the line now. Hi. <laughs> well, hi to you, too. Natalie Brown is, a in, my, in, in, in our world anyway, the, a rather well-known R&B artist. Uh, has done uh, quite a few different things. Let me find my notes here, folks. I highly prepared. Sure. Highly prepared professional that I am here. Born in Canada, Natalie's brown passion for music was nurtured from a young age by her involvement in theater. Oh, theater. You did theater, too, back in the day, eh? Yep. Gospel sure music, did. creative music, creative writing, local session work, vocalist, writer. Yeah. I used to do theater when I was a kid, too. Did you ever think that you might uh, end up, might, you might have just chosen the other way and just gone, and gone on and done stage stuff and everything? Just been an it, actress? It's funny you say that that's what I initially wanted to be my mom actually my mom and dad are really surprised that I turned to music and so am I but it just kind of I did theater from when I was about four or five very very young I love theater and I still I, I've done it a little bit but just not so much in recent years I'd love to do it again but it just turned out that singing was what bit me the most or, or I don't know just I I just ended up in that path I think just because I saw the power that I, I had immediately, you know, to, to affect change in people's lives with my voice just from when I was doing gospel and stuff like that. But yeah, I love theater. I'll, I'm sure I'll do it again in the future. Do you still do theater yourself? Um, yeah, sort of. I'm doing uh, a few of the uh, audio audio dramas on uh, the inter- yeah. interweb, and of Fun. course, my my book readings and whatnot. I do those. I love that. I, I've listened to a few of them, and they're great. I mean, I don't I don't know if people still do it anymore, but I do remember. Like, my parents are from Britain, and they had these old old records that were like books on record, and. I used to listen to them. I love them. I think it's a really great medium. I wish people would do it more. And with a podcast, it's like the perfect, it's the perfect environment to do it. So I think it's great. Oh, sure. Well, there's sites, there's sites specifically for that, you know. I'm, really? I'm oh, I'm from- It's called podiobooks.com. Okay. What enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think about me? <laughs> I think you're great, Chris. Yeah, I think you're great. <laughs> it's supposed to, it's supposed to be an interview. I'm just saying. Let's see. We got uh, looking back at uh, at your notes about yourself, or unless you had somebody actually write these for you. No, we collaborated on those ah, notes. <laughs> I, see. I see. I don't know. I can never. I, one of those things I can never do on the interweb. I can never write notes about myself because I feel all self conscious about it and whatnot. Is that ever? I do too. Part of the game. I. Yeah, you kind of have to. You have to. It's weird, eh? But you, you kind of have to do it. You have to be, like, self-proclaiming and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like back and forth. It's like, and the one thing, I want to be doing more of this. But on the other hand, it's like, well, gee, but then, you know, I, you, you want to do the advertising to, to fund everything. But then if you do the advertising, then you feel kind of uncomfortable about that. And why are people paying yeah. for that? It's a weird thing, but you gotta—you have to find your own happy medium place, you know, where you, you're comfortable. I think that's really important. Yeah, I think you do. Now, you had the original—you had the album that was back in 2000. That was the first one, yes. the "Let Let the Candle you Burn" bet. album. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, I actually have a whole stack of your music stacked up here in case I t- oh. get totally tongue-tied and can't think of anything else to say. And that one, now now you just, and they had the Christmas album. Of course, the Christmas album was a Christmas album. And then you had the new yeah. album, which is, yes. uh, just came out to January, wasn't it? January 30th this yeah, year? January 30th, Random Thoughts, yes. Okay, so that's that's the it's the new one. What do you think has changed between uh, between uh, back in the day, back when you were just a youngster doing Let the Candle <laughs> <grown> Burn? I up. <laughs> no, I mean, a lot has changed. I mean, 
it was what seven years between releasing original albums and so much life happened you know so many uh i mean having been introduced to music uh, doing the mp3 basically i mean i got my start on the web in 97 and you know things have changed so dramatically and i think just the whole experience of the music business has changed it's completely not the same as it was so i went through a lot of things you know a lot of adventures but i think musically i think you know i just became more sure in myself uh, as you get older i think that tends to happen and and i i sort of figured out what I wanted to do more, you know, when you, especially when you're young, people really want to, and I was really lucky. I never had people telling me how to be as an artist, but I didn't really know, you know, I, I had all these great inspirations for, for my artistry, but I think I was still finding my voice. And I think now I've found my, my own voice, you know, in writing and singing and how I deliver and how I, my process, you know, so um, I think the biggest change would just be the um, maturity, I, I guess. I'm, I'm hoping that's a good thing, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, you know with with time and if you think your you think your your writing is you think your writing has changed as far as I think the, as far so. As the I mean, your perspective, yeah, your perspective totally changes. You know, when you're seventeen, eighteen, you're living a different life, and your relationships are different, and your whole way of expression is different. I think as you go through things, inevitably, as you grow up, you go through. Uh, good and bad experiences that shape your view and and obviously for someone who uses words they're going to shape how I use words I think I I think I've developed sort of two different strains of writing too because I write a lot for film and tv so it's kind of a different demand that's placed on me for that than when I do my solo stuff I would still say I'm still introspective I do use for my life I think this time though when Jeremy and I sat down to actually write the album like I had written a whole other album called Polyphony before that and it just didn't resonate with me by the time it was thinking about releasing and then we sat down and I, I wrote again because a lot of things had changed and I just I needed to reflect what was going on but this time I actually did delve more into the imagination not everything is so personal that the candle burn was an extremely extremely personal album this one is everything I do it's personal but it's not so like like let me rip open my veins and bleed for the world kind of thing so so yeah so that was a neat exercise for me I had to learn how to do that actually because songwriting has always been a sort of form of therapy for me um, ever since I was really little I mean I can remember being five sitting in my little window and I would sing you know just I, I as most people do I had some struggles growing up and it was just really therapeutic to, to get it out in words and melodies so so yeah, it's just neat to watch it. The process evolve over the years. So the you, you might say that the Let the Candle Burn album was more it was more your Alanis Morissette moment, and uh, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the Random Thoughts one is more is more of a uh, working professional album. Then. Yeah, I think so, and and also looking oh. at the world more. I mean, when you're younger, you're you're a little bit more focused on yourself. This time, I'm you know looking at the news more and and looking at what's going on around me more. I'm not so introverted in that sense so yeah it reflects what I'm seeing in my world and what I'm seeing in this what my feelings are about that so I think definitely random thoughts you listen to songs like come closer and hold your head up high and and songs like that they tend to reflect outwardly more than inwardly in, in terms of I mean obviously you're considering the first person of your thoughts on those things but you're considering other things more Okay. Now, what would you say is the? Because I'm going to take give give us a brief break here and, and play and play one of the tunes. What would you say would be the most representative song from the first album, from "Let the Candle Burn," so we can see the contrast there? Of course, well, there's the think, title tune. Yeah. 
Yeah, there is a title song. I don't, you know, that one stuff. I think the most favorite song would have been You Make Me Feel. The most representative song is probably one of the more depressing songs. Like, I don't know, like, like Locked in the Shadows. That was the first song that was done for the album. It's quite a depressing song, but that sort of just summed up my my whole place in that album where I was. So, but the most favorite, the fan favorite was You Make Me Feel, which is good because that was a happier song. Okay, well, why don't we do that one? I mean, I don't want to bring you down or anything. It's no, so, it's okay. It's, just, you it's know, just supposed to be fun. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Play whichever one you feel okay, you want to well, play. But yeah, Locked in the Shadows is where I was. Um, aha. Definitely. <laughs> I was locked in the shadows, but now you make me yeah, feel. Yeah, now I'm not. Now I'm really happy, so that's good. Okay, so let's listen to You Make Me Feel from Natalie Brown.
Gotta love these online buttons. Well, that was uh, <laughs> you. You make me feel from who was it by again? Oh yeah, Natalie Brown. I, yeah, that was that was very pretty. I, th- I think that I think that's kind of a little little dancing slow jam thing. You get all close and personal and just lean yeah. back and just sway a little bit. It doesn't really count like dancing, but it feels like dancing and it looks sure. close enough for rock and roll. So that was nice. <laughs> a little bit of and you think you stuck with more? You did more um more slow and, and and low and sad and sad music from, from yeah, back in the day. I mean, there was, on that album, there was only a couple, well, there was a couple of, there was uh, You're So Good to Me, which was sort of up-tempo. There was Let the Candle Burn, Run Away. Gosh, I think that was it for, I did a lot of mid-tempos on that album. We tried to do a few more up-tempos. I mean, I would have to say that definitely I'm not like a club singer. I'm not, I, I don't think that's my strength is like really fast songs i tend to do more ballads and oh, yeah. um, tempos but we did try to do a few more tempos on on random thoughts definitely just it's mm-hmm. a i think it's a more uplifting i wanted it to be a really uplifting album i mean it's really funny too that it turned out getting released now considering the times we're in right now it was actually supposed to be a, a released in um last june but uh, our distribution company went through some problems so we ended up that postponing the release and and releasing january but uh, but it turned out to be really good timing the universe does that to you doesn't it makes a way for things so you finally got the new album out uh, in january running around from from program to program uh, doing doing a little uh, promotional informational thing now is that uh is that uh, fairly new with the new album i know you had released a couple of the singles online originally i guess i wonder was one of those yeah it's funny because I was yeah I was recording Polyphony basically and mm-hmm. Queen of Me and I Wonder um, were in that time frame were recorded in oh gosh probably 2004 we released them in 2004 and Queen of Me actually was selected to be on a compilation um, was released by Avex Japan in 2004 and then I just was writing for film and TV again and then I kind of revisited the writing process for my solo stuff a little later and then out of that random thoughts was born and. Basically, it's called Random Thoughts because I just usually like to have a theme for my album, but this time it didn't really seem like a theme. And I, I remember Jeremy and I were talking about it, and I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to call this album. I said, it's just a bunch of my random thoughts. And he's like, well, why don't you call it that? Yeah, it's um, another one. Well, I don't want to be suggesting titles. Now you got the whole thing put together and everything. Yeah. I <laughs> would kind of ru- Oh, dang, I wish I thought of that. But, you know? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, God. Well, I was about to. Well, I don't normally cuss on my show. I was about to say something, and nah, I won't use that word. Anyway. Um, you get there. You get there. Now, so I, originally when I read about it, I thought Polyphony was one that, but basically you just ended up choosing the other title. But this is like basically a whole different concept for the album was the Random yeah. Thoughts thing. Polyphony still may see the light of day one day. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I, I have to see. I just, again, I was in a different place when I wrote it. And, you know, by the time it came time when I, you know, said, okay, you know, let's talk about releasing another solo album. I just, I don't know, it just, the, the whole thing, it was a, more of a theme album, and I, I didn't, it didn't resonate with me. Like, I've been really into that lately, like this whole, how does it make me feel in my resonation, my internal resonation, and I just, you know, I, I didn't want to release that album, so it was back to the drawing board, basically, but there was still a couple of those songs, because, you know, I wonder, and I didn't actually want, we had a big discussion about putting I Wonder and Queen of Me on this album, um, because they were even recorded in a different facility and whatnot so the sound was a little different but people loved them so much and i and i had gotten people saying why isn't i wonder on itunes why isn't you know you know me was on itunes because of avex but i wonder wasn't and i didn't actually i you know i just kind of put it out there i didn't think people would 
connect with it as much as they did. So, you know, when I said to Jeremy, I was like, you know, well, maybe we should consider it because I've had like a stack of emails of people saying, I want to buy I Wonder, I want to buy I Wonder. I'm like, I'm giving it for free. Sign up for my mailing list and you get it for free, you know. But they really wanted to support the song. So I thought, okay, you know, I'll put it on there. So, yeah, that that's how I Wonder and Queen of Me ended up just being. And Queen of Me has a slightly different treatment on this release. So it's a little different than the AVEX version. Okay. So, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The um. I was. I have to admit that I, just off the top of my head, I like. Um. I'd have to say, I wonder is probably my favorite tune on the album, but uh, oh. but that's okay if you don't think. No, what do you, it's, I love it. <laughs> I love people telling me what their favorite song is. I mean, there. You know, when someone says, "Oh, tell me your favorite song off this album," it's like trying to choose a favorite child. It's very difficult. They're all parts all right. of me, right? But I uh, love to hear. You know, what other people what they what's resonating with them. I think that's great. Okay. So let's see. I have to. Scratch off that question. What's your favorite song on the album? Moving right along. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to kill your question. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, that's they're all easy. my babies. They're all my babies. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the um, that's that that's kind of that's kind of the soft the softball question. You know, well that's that's one everybody's going to ask. I'm just I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do get that question pretty much in every interview. But yeah, it's hard. It would depend on my mood on the day, I guess, you know, I mean, really, because they're all, they're all, it's like, you know, they're all fragments of myself a little bit, you know, or my experience, sure. so they all resonate in some way with me, or else I wouldn't put them on the album. I mean, that's one thing for me is, as an independent artist, I don't get forced to put some crap on the album that I don't want to. They're all, they're all what I want to put on there. So, you know, that's one of the beauties of being independent. So, yeah, they're all, you know, they're all just out there. They're all little bits of my soul floating around there, hoping to connect with some other soul. That's really how I see my songs. Okay. Well, since we can ask that question, what would you say would be the most representative song for the album? For, I mean, for what, for what you were trying to accomplish with the album, you know, because you know, I think it's, I think it's a beautiful day. I mean, which is really cool because it's really resonated with a lot of people and people have been really, um, actually on Twitter, really connecting with that song a lot. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's a beautiful day. It's just, I, I, it's about looking forward. It's about living in the now. It's about, you know, understanding the power we have within self, um, and just enjoying things that we, we forget. We're so in this commercial materialistic world that we forget that there's that tree right outside our house or whatever. That's a beautiful thing that we should appreciate. That's free. That's, you know, I don't know, just small things, little things, just, you know, taking life, you know, at your own pace, those kind of things, just enjoying this journey that, that is life. So I think that would be the, probably the most representative of the, the crux of the entire album. Okay. Unfortunately, that was the one that I don't have in my little stack. Of oh, things. you don't? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. That oh, was in there. Wasn't there somewhere? Yeah, it was in the, the album zip. I think, did we send you an album zip? Did you get one? Mm, well, anyway, you save that. Didn't think to ask. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Um, we'll we'll get it to you. Don't worry. <laughs> and then you have a beautiful day. But other other than that, you know, fans are really enjoying your mysterious. Um, sure. Hold your head up high. Around the world, people really love, and that's just a really fun song. You know, it's a fun pop song. Um, okay. So yeah, those are other songs. I mean, it's neat because I, I like that. You know, pretty much all the songs are connecting with people, which is really nice to have on an album. You know, some people just there's like a couple songs, but depending on who the people are and where they are in their lives, they're sure. connecting with each and every one of them. So, yeah, so um, so those are the other songs that are sort of looping out at me in terms of what's being blipped or tweeted about and whatnot. Okay, well, why don't we play, well, I don't know, I'm looking, I've got Around the World, I've got Hold Your Head Up High, which one do you think? 
Just um, let's do Around the World. That's just Around a fun song. Okay. Let's do that. We'll, we'll do that one. I don't know. I, I didn't know there was this thing as an album set. Hmm. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not used to this whole uh, big big celebrity uh, online radio dude thing yet. So It's okay. We'll school you on it. We'll make sure you're learned by the time we're done. <laughs> okay. Well, let's do Around the World with Natalie Brown. Pack your bags, let's get away I'm in the mood to leave today Don't you worry about the rent and all the bills Cause we've been Tell your boss that you're on leave Call your friends and family Hold the mail and change the message on your voicemail We'll be gone for quite some time Lots of places we can Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, snuck up on me and got me that time. <laughs> Around the world yeah. from Natalie Brown. I was bouncing in my chair, of course. It's good. Another another good dance tune. I feel like, uh, yeah. oh, I just went blank on his name. The fellow that used to do American Bandstand. What was Dick his? Clark. Dick Clark. I'm feeling like Dick yes. Clark now. It was a good beat. Hey. It was easy to dance to. I'd give it a nine. Thank but. you. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, that was fun, though. It was fun. Um, yeah, it's a fun song. It's a real. It's really quite insane to to sing it. You have to take one huge breath before you do it. It's interesting, but it's fun. It's a good. It's a really good cardio song. <laughs> there you go. You could, you could do it. You could do a little. What What do you see in your future? You're thinking like doing an exercise video thing. You got the good music for it. I'm just saying. It's me looking. My crystal ball. What do I see for my future? Ah, I see. I just see. Yeah, an exercise video, definitely, with sure. like a really cool headband, just like Olivia Newton-John. Sure. No, um, I see lots more music, and you know, who knows? Maybe some theater. Who knows? Um, maybe some actual acting, TV. I don't know. I have. You know, I'm pretty open. You know, I kind of go with the flow. I definitely do know there'll be more albums and um, a tour, obviously, shows, and um, I'm planning some goodies for the fans, so I would always tell them to come over to my website and subscribe to the RSS feed or subscribe to the mailing list so that you can stay in touch and know what's going on, but yeah, basically, lots more goodness, hopefully. Um, that's what I plan, anyway. And and the website, of course, is uh, natalie-brown.com, if I recall correctly. Yeah. And yes, there's you links- are correct. And there's links to just about everything there. You can go there to get the album, which I just went completely blank. Boy, I'm highly trained professional here. That's okay. Random thoughts. And Random actually, I'm thoughts. Selling, yeah. I'm selling um, personalized autograph copies from my website right now, so it's a great place to get that. Or you can get it at CD Baby, iTunes, Amazon.com, Amazon Digital, Snowcap, and all. Like like you said, all the links are right there on my on my website, so you can just head on over there. All righty, and I want to thank you for stopping by. Um, we just have enough time for me to squeeze this last one song in, so we can finish it up in a highly trained professional sort of fashion. Uh, I'm th- I'm thinking maybe that your mysterious one, which is kind of pretty and. Uh, all right. Thanks for coming out, though. I appreciate you stopping by the show. Thank you, Grizz. I had a great time. Thank you so much, and all the best with your show. And uh, best with uh, best with your upcoming career here. Speaking of which, you're mysterious from Natalie Brown.
Well, that was fun. Uh, interview with Natalie Brown. Your Mysterious is one of my favorites off of the album, too. Uh, that ran a little bit longer than I intended, and I ran out of my streaming time on uh, Blog Talk Radio, but uh, I could have, should have just extended this silly thing. Didn't even think of it. I was so uh, so fired up and focused on what, what I was doing there, which is probably a good thing. Anyway, thanks for uh, listening, folks, and I will get a better quality audio version of this up on the website in a relatively short order. But otherwise, it's been fun, and this is IDSL. Out. Thank you for listening to the IDSL. The It Doesn't Suck list is based on a search for tunes by Minnesota artists on GarageBand.com, sorted by the name of the song. We make no guarantees to play everything, just everything we can get away with. Theme music is 140 times from Rock On, also an IDSL tune from earlier in the list. Comments are welcome at grizzliesgrowls.com. This show is released under Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, 3.0 License. Thanks again, and talk at you later. Later.